What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis, and I'm thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as the gospel message will deliver an individual from the wrath to come. And there are several passages that talk about this wrath to come. One in Zephaniah chapter 1, starting with verse 6. I have cut off the nations. Their towers are desolate. I made their streets waste that none passeth by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man, that there is none inhabitant. I said, surely thou wilt fear me, thou wilt receive instruction, so their dwelling should not be cut off. Howsoever, I punished them, but they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Therefore, wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, till the day that I rise up to the prey, for my determination is to gather the nations, that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them mine indignation, even all my fierce anger. For all of the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy." Also, Zechariah chapter 14, verses 11 and 12 say this, And there shall be no more utter destruction. At the second coming of Jesus Christ, there shall be no more utter destruction. But Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited, and this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord shall smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem, their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. And also Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, Jay, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But to you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings. And ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. 
Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 9 talks about these mighty expert arrows or these ICBMs. And Isaiah 13 verse 6 and Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 25 to the weapons of his indignation and Joel chapter 2 verse 30 to these pillars of smoke. Of course, today in this modern age, we can understand how these Bible prophecies will be fulfilled. From our family to yours, Happy Thanksgiving from It's Prophecy Time. You are special to us. In appreciation of a gift of $20 or more, Alan and I would like to send you a book entitled The Bible Promise Book, which has 1,000 Bible promises that will be an encouragement to you. Please go to our website, which is bronxbbc.com org and scroll down to paypal don't forget to leave your address be sure to keep your dial set at 570 every day at 230 monday through friday for it's prophecy time have a very blessed thanksgiving from your friends at it's prophecy time If you want to make a donation to this nonprofit organization, just go to our website at itsprophecytime.org. That website again is www.itsprophecytime.org. Good news, really good news. It's prophecy time. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled Deliverance from the Wrath to Come. Jesus has delivered saved individuals and Christians from the wrath to come. And our text today is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, which say this, For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had into you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. I guess it was back in 1968 when I was 11 years of age, my mother took me to see Planet of the Apes with Charleston Heston, And at the end, he saw the Statue of Liberty there on the banks of the planet that he was on, partially destroyed, and realized that he was on planet Earth and cursed. And as we walked back to our car, I acted like I fell against it, and whatever it was that Charleston Heston said, I also cursed and my mother rebuked me and told me that I should not be talking that way. Which reminds me of some of the words of Jesus Christ in John chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. 
And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. So I did not like my mother telling me that I had a foul mouth. And think about 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 7, as it talks about Lot being vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. During my youth, I liked the NFL, and as I was waiting for some of the games to come on on Sunday morning, I would run across these preachers who would torture me. What they were saying tortured my soul, leading me to understand later on in my life, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ to them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are the savor of death unto death and to the other the savor of life unto life. So religion, the Bible, these preachers were to me because I was an unsaved individual, nothing but death unto death. It was a horrible feeling. It was now 1970, and my dad had rededicated his life to the Lord, going to a Baptist church up on the hill. They were having a revival, and my dad took me at that time. It was a Wednesday night. I was 13 years of age. And as I went into the sanctuary this one night, I could sense the presence of God. So evidently, someone was praying. The next night, Thursday, the preacher was talking about Jesus Christ being seated on the right hand of God. And I believe that when they gave the invitation, I almost went forward. And in the parable of the sower, when the word is proclaimed, the Bible says that the devil cometh immediately. And so evidently these demons were there in church and could recognize evidently that I was close. I was near salvation. And I heard this voice behind me saying, what will your friends think? I turned around and looked and there was nobody there. The only time in my life that I've heard these voices like this, what will your friends think? Well, they sang all of the invitation song and I almost went forward but did not, but the preacher from Ohio stood up and said, I believe that God would have us to sing one more stanza. And when they sang one more stanza, I went forward 
And the pastor of the church took me by the hand, sat me down on the first pew, and showed me some verses in the book of Romans. And somebody has made the observation that more individuals have been saved out of the book of Romans than any other book. Maybe he showed me Romans chapter 3, verse 23, probably. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, I knew I was a sinner. There was no problem there. Maybe he showed me Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But he certainly showed me Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The pastor then asked me a question. Do you believe that Jesus Christ rose again from the dead? As a tear dropped off my cheek onto his Bible, I said yes. And bam, immediately, something happened to me. I became a new creature in Jesus Christ. It was a supernatural new birth. I became a partaker of the divine nature. I tasted the power of the world to come. That night, April the 16th, 1970, I had unbelievable joy in my heart. Later, I came across a religious publication, and in it was the testimony of the year where a college student was always looking for the way. And by the way, Psalm chapter 119, 104 says, Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. And skipping down a few verses to Psalm 119, verse 128, the Bible says this, Therefore I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. Well, the two men in her class quoted on this one day, John 14, 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And when she got saved and accepted Jesus Christ as her Savior, she put it like this. It was like the sun had risen in my soul and all the darkness was gone. And that's exactly how I felt on April the 16th, 1970. It was like the sun had risen in my soul and all the darkness was gone. My dad hugged me. I hugged my dad. And he drove me back in his little Volkswagen car to our house that night. And as we were driving down the hill, I was, as a 13-year-old boy, looking out into the future 
and I saw two major thoughts. Number one was that this was going to be nothing but one big fight against the world. And number two, I had the assurance of salvation. Nobody took the Bible and showed me that I was a saved individual. My favorite passage in the Bible, my favorite verse in the Bible is found in 1 John chapter 4, verse 13, as it relates to assurance of salvation. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. I was now a saved individual. I had received the Holy Spirit. I had been a partaker of the divine nature, and I had this unbelievable joy in my heart at that time. I don't know that I fully understood that I had been delivered from the wrath to come. You know, Revelation chapter 6, verse 16 talks about the wrath of the Lamb. Revelation 6, verse 17, to the great day of his wrath. And in the book of Revelation, we have seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, seven thunder judgments, and seven vile judgments, not including all the plagues of the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 that they can call down upon the earth as often as they want to, as often as they will. The tribulation period is 2,520 days, and the midpoint is 1,260 days in, and the latter part of the tribulation period is spoken about as the great tribulation period. And notice what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea, round about Jerusalem, flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe to them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. But pray that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Matthew chapter 24, verse 21. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So here Jesus referred to in Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, to this great tribulation. And let's Compare this passage in Matthew 24 to Daniel chapter 2, verse 1. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. 
and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time, my people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. So the night that I got saved, I did not fully understand that I had been delivered from the wrath to come. In Luke chapter 4, we see Jesus Christ in Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And he read Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 and 2. So let's look at these two verses together at this time. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he stopped right there. But what is the next phrase? In the days of Jesus Christ, the day of vengeance of our God had not come. But let's read verse 2 again to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and, and, the day of vengeance of our God. And maybe today you're an individual who does not have the assurance of your salvation. But like me on April the 16th, 1970, you do believe the simple gospel message that he died on Calvary's cross, was buried in the tomb, and the third day miraculously rose again from the dead. And pray something like this with me at this time. Just simply say, if God is moving upon your heart, if he's drawing you at this moment, pray something like this. Dear God, I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. But I do believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried in the tomb, and the third day miraculously rose again from the dead. And I accept you now as my personal Savior. Amen. Reaching out to families throughout this area, it's prophecy time. If you just prayed this prayer to receive Christ as Savior, we would like to send you a booklet for new converts that will help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Please call 646-314-3625 so we can get this booklet in the mail to you as soon as possible. 
We take our responsibility of ministering to you very seriously. Please continue to support us financially each and every month and help us as we reach out to this area. Thanks from It's Prophecy Time. Thanking God for His goodness. It's Prophecy Time. You're always welcome to attend our services on Sunday morning. The Bronx Building Baptist Church is located at 2049 Bartow Avenue, the lower level room 28 near Bay Plaza. There are various buses that come to this spot for your convenience. We begin at 1045. See you then. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.